Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, Out and About, Volume 3, Tokyo Drift. Uh, I'm along the factory area, so you can clearly hear a truck. I'm gonna wait. Really should have started recording before, but I was still in my prayer time, and that's more important. (laughs) Um, But that was just where it was the most quiet. So today will be a quicker episode, just because I know I'm approaching very busy roads where I'm not necessarily going to be able to salvage the sound. Uh, So these are just some quick thoughts I've been having lately. Now, I'll I'll be very real with y'all. I've got a lot of exciting things going on, but lately, I don't know, I've just been, my depression and anxiety has been flaring up, so along with that... um, there's been just frustration, a lot of frustration online, a lot of frustration, especially on social media, um, and seeing how other believers are treating other believers, and just seeing how people are treating people in general, and it 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 frustrates me greatly, um, to the point where I'm just like, okay, you're going to remove yourself so you can practice what you preach. Um, and not go off. Uh, there's oh, so way too many times lately where I've been ready to go off. Um, just seeing other Christians treat other Christians terribly. Um, but then also just seeing others treat others terribly. My extreme frustration with it is with other believers. Um, because we, we hold ourselves to a standard to be better than that. I'm not knocking anybody by saying that, but when, if we're practicing the tenets of our faith, we should be better than that. And that's a standard we all, when we became believers and we profess our faith, we signed up for part and parcel. And of course we're going to slip. Of course we're going to mess up. I'm not saying we have to be absolutely perfect because we never will be. And Lord knows I am so far from that. Um, so many times I think of Paul saying, of which I am the worst. Um, And I think we all have a case of that. But I digress. Um, It's it's super frustrating. Um, I'm not going to go into the details because I'm not trying to draw attention to it because, well, one, it's not my thing to draw attention to. So So there's been a place recently that came under fire due to some comments and I'll I'll agree shoddy reporting because there there's nothing being cited it's all vague um, and it, it clearly draw it's it's clearly there to rile people up and I never like that kind of story or that kind of journalism um, because it's not trying to tell a story it's trying to paint a picture it's not reporting facts it's it's twisting opinion into like you should agree with me and be angry Um, which I saw other believers being upset about, and I I get that, and I agree why they'd be upset. But what I I hated seeing was it was several rebuttal pieces in the exact same tone, with the exact same kind of language, just like, oh, well, we're not swearing, um, like exact same condemnation, the exact same lack of love, lack of grace, lack of patience, 
And when I see that coming from believers, I'm like, we know better. And we aren't following what we should. We pray and ask and at times expect, but roll deeply with God's love and grace and patience for us. And that outpours on us and we should be outpouring it onto others. And too much, too often lately, have I not been seeing that either with other believers with each other um, during this whole pandemic. Too many times have I seen like, oh, well, if you're if you're doing virtual church, you're not a real believer. Or, hey, if you're not wearing your mask, you're you're a terrible, terrible sinner. Um, There is rooms for those conversations. Um, There's absolutely room for those conversations and need for those conversations. Because both of those things can get taken to bad places. Um, and I do agree, people should wear masks. Like, don't get it twisted. But when I start attacking someone, uh, especially if I've been like, well, don't attack, don't attack, that's not, no, then I'm being a hypocrite. <laughs> um, gonna try not to work myself up so much. Or when we see people post something and it's, uh, there's just so much stuff where we don't we we're not willing to show any grace we get upset when someone we enjoy is canceled but as soon as someone else starts doing that it's like well i'm gonna start we go for this whole eye for an eye thing being like well you did this so now i'm gonna dig up all your stuff remove all context pretend that you're still that person that you were five ten years ago um and hold that against you and spread that around like you're claiming to be against cancel culture and yet you fully partake in it when it's against someone you disagree with that's frustrating i've got so many beats with what cancel culture has become but seeing people are like no i disagree with it and it's terrible that you've done it to this person um so I'm going to do it to you. We don't do eye for an eye. Especially as believers. Especially as believers. <sighs> I'm walking, but I, I could have a soapbox, honestly. Um, <laughs> it's just... And I guess what also, I'll be brutally honest, what really frustrates me with this is I I see this tendency within myself as well. Uh, There's been times lately where, I I don't want to say a trigger, but something that really sets me off is just point blank rudeness. Um, So if someone's point blank rude to me, it's kind of like, okay, son, let's do this. Like, let's go. Not physically, because I know I couldn't take anybody. <laughs> but I feel like I could get a good couple pot shots in verbally. <laughs> I've listened to enough, enough rap diss tracks. now. I'm kidding. Um, but just that kind of thing. So it, this is also just as much for me that I can't be hypocritical in that way. I shouldn't. Um, especially when I'm not saying I'm in any huge public eye, but... I'm a believer, people are going to be looking at how I behave, how I interact, the tone in which I use, how I communicate with others. 
there's a time and a place for calling out, but I still think that you need to be doing this in love. It's not going to be like, I'm right, you're wrong, screw you, and I'm going for you. Uh, I'm here to make a mockery of you and show how wrong you are. That can't be our attitude for how we approach other believers, how we approach non-believers. <sighs> there needs to be the loving concern, and there needs to be grace in our words and in our tone. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do that as I'm doing this now. Because, man, people have been setting me off lately. And I've just been like, I could have so much fun. <laughs> but not the good kind of fun. And it would be bad. And it would make other believers look bad. It would make... What kind of statement am I making about my God and my Lord if I'm just taking every opportunity or making excuses for opportunities to go, quote, all in? on someone we need to respond with patience we need to respond with grace we need and this should be obvious but for whatever reason whatever reason this one seems really difficult for us um, in the faith then even outside of the faith like this is a golden tenant for everybody but it's one we really all struggle with is loving our neighbors as ourselves. It comes up several times in Matthew, um, but it is, it's even cited as the second greatest commandment by Jesus. Love your neighbor as yourself. And we don't do that. We don't do that when, especially lately, when we disagree with others. There's We're in a very, very tumultuous time, and understandably so, and there's years upon years of frustration anger boiling to the surface because they haven't been addressed in good and healthy ways and then through that it changes scary and brings up stuff within people in general so now there's all that and now people are like nope it's we're going all in on calling out all this stuff and I'm not saying don't call out absolutely call out but check how you're calling out. And also, where's the room for benefit of the doubt? Where's the room for grace? It's like, well, so did you see so-and-so shared this person's clip? Do you know what this person said at one point? I'm not even gonna sit and pretend to know what every, like every single thing that someone has said in something that I've shared. Right? Like, that, that, that makes sense, right? I don't know, like, I, I'll, I'll happily share something on the podcast from someone where it's like, hey, I came across this quote and I thought it was awesome, but I also haven't vetted every single thing that that person has ever said. It's just, it's, it's exhausting. <laughs> and the other thing, the other thing I'll say before I rap, because I'm standing at the, and by rap, I mean wrap up, because nobody wants to hear me rap. I mean, I can rap along with a couple songs that aren't appropriate to rap about <laughs> But not going to do that here. And even though I can, that doesn't mean I can do it well. Um, the other thing I think we got to do, and this is especially towards the Christians, we have to do better, aside from rebuking, 
because we really need to do that better. It's, of course, how we approach others, other believers, when they're in a crisis of faith, when they're, when they're upset, when they're going through some time. Uh, we often go, like, we have to, it's like, well, you're, you're, on the, you're on the fringe of losing the faith, and that's not always the case. Say, not even half the time that's the case. Now, I'm basing that on nothing, just personal opinion. Sorry, big truck. That's why I'm wrapping this up soon. Um, a series of big trucks, actually, like three or four in a row. Um, but to be fair, I'm at a trucker area. Um, like, uh, when people are going through crisis of faith, it's almost like, oh my gosh, I need to, I need to go all in. I need to answer everything, and I need to go hard in love. So then they'll know, and then we'll win them, and they, they won't falter. Everybody goes through times of questioning. Everybody goes through times where they struggle with the faith, for the most part, to varying degrees. Everybody goes through those times, and through those struggles, and through depression, and through, like, face those issues. Um, and it's funny, because we haven't learned... I think well from the book of Job. Job is, there's so many great things in that book as difficult as it is to read, where it's a model of what not to do, um, how not to approach your friend during a time of grief, how not to approach your friend during a time of crisis, during a struggle of faith, during any of X, Y, and Z things. And we still do it. And we need to get better at that. We need to be graceful in how we approach. We need to be slow to speak and quick to listen. And open up ourselves to the words of the Lord. Not, not to our words. Not so it's like, aha, I've got this point, And I'm right. And I've got this argument that you can't. It's not about winning. <laughs> and we also need to pray, that for, of course, pray for the people going through these. But pray that they will have ears to hear. But more importantly, pray that we will have ears to hear and that we'll have soft words to speak. You can speak, quote, harsh words. I'm not talking harshly, but you can speak frank truths. But how we say them and our intent behind it is your intent to be like, look at, like, I'm going to get you out of this? Nah, you can't do crap. I can't do crap. <laughs> Is it about the Lord healing this person, being with this person, using you to be in the moment with this person? Or is it about, well, we gotta make sure this person stops being this. We need to adjust our attitudes. We need to adjust our hearts. And the other thing I think is we, lo we look at the, the amazing SmackDown, loving, firm SmackDown from God at the end of the book. We try to go for that when we're not God. <laughs> we don't have that relationship with Job or our friend, and very few people do. Yeah, so that's my rant. I'm at the top of a hill now, so technically on a soapbox. So I'm gonna wrap it up there. I hope I, I I hope I made sense. I hope this message finds you well. I hope you find it encouraging. Um, and also part of this for me was also just an exercise in trying to take the frustration that I was feeling, the 
Christian and I joked on Into the Weeds when we were talking about Rage Against the Machine. The rage. Um, not that it was rage, but you know when you get you start getting angry and there's that, you feel it. You feel it in your chest and you feel it tightening. I was trying to repurpose that in a good way. And I hope I succeeded here. Um, but this isn't, a, this isn't a one and done. This is an ongoing conversation. Um, and a constant, for me, it's a constant... I need to constantly, daily remind myself to be graceful to others. Um, when I see things that upset me, when I see things that frustrate me, when I start feeling, oh, my rights are being infringed upon. Um, and that, if somebody said that, it's not a call out to anybody. It's just, I know when I start getting that way, and I'm like, my rights, my rights are being infringed. You can, you, you can fight that, and you should. Um, but how I fight it, I know I don't automatically start fighting that in a constructive good way. Um, so yeah, I hope, I hope this message finds you well. I hope the audio turned out okay. I hope you can hear me. Uh, the little bars on the bottom of my app are showing it, uh, there well. So there well, oh my goodness. It's time for me to drink more coffee. All that being said, I love you guys. I appreciate the love and support you always bring to the episodes. Thank you so much for listening and supporting. Please pray for others. Let's be slow to anger, prone to patience, prone to listen, and pray and think before we speak. (laughs) Oh, Lord knows do I ever need to do that, especially lately. All right, I'm headed out. Luna's like, Quiz, what are we doing? So, I love you guys. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hope you have a wonderful day, and God bless, my friends. Take care.